Well, good morning, friends. Welcome to the We Are MCBS podcast. I'm Jason Gillette, and I'm joined by some enthusiastic media communicators. Woo-hoo. Hello, enthusiastic media communicators. Hello, Jason. Hello. Who the heck are you, and why are you in my office? My name's Kayla. I'm here a lot. My name's Parker. I'm not. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, problem solved. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a beautiful day here in Winter Park, Florida, and I think we're all enjoying uh, the sunset, the cooler temp, the sunrise. Ooh, Last night's one. sunset was pretty good, though. The sunrise and the cooler temperatures we're enjoying here in mid-November. Uh, Parker, you're, before our next podcast, you're going to graduate. Uh, gulp. You're going to have to... You're going to have to go out and be a grown-up. Stop. We're done now. Bad bit. <laughs> it's not a bit. I'm so sad. <laughs> I got a box full of, of like grown-up stuff. You need to go get some shots. and. I, no, I'm okay. You get a mortgage. I, a what? Have you, donated, <laughs> have you donated money to a charity yet? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. If you don't donate, they come after you. Mom. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. You can contact your mother. <laughs> Uh, Kayla's not going to leave me, are you, Kayla? Nope. Not, <laughs> in, not until July. <laughs> you graduate in July? Yeah. That's wild. That's actually way sooner than I thought. It's it a little is. later. I was worried you were more of an April. I was Ooh. supposed to be, but uh, I started started my full sale journey in film, and <laughs> it pushed me back two months. So now early July. Okay. Oh, so June's your last month. July is the day yeah. you, uh, month you march in. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. my birthday month, so. Well, these are June? all. July. And now I'm not enjoying this bit at all. 24th. That's close. It's okay. We had a podcast, I think, on my birthday really? this year. Oh, my God. Yeah. I hope everybody said happy birthday. I'm going to guess that Kayla didn't mention it was her birthday for like three months, and then she still didn't mention it. No, everyone said happy birthday to me on the podcast. Oh, okay. It was I just a good forgot time. It. <laughs> it meant a lot to me. And the fact that you guys don't remember it. I don't think I was there. I certainly I didn't say happy birthday to anybody. You might have actually not have been. It might have been like a rare, a rare episode where you weren't there. One of those sad podcasts. Yeah. Well, here's a happy podcast. We're surrounded uh, by uh, the people that love media, media communications, and we've got ourselves. All two of us. Yeah, all both of you. We've got some stories to talk about, and one of them uh, involves video games, and the other one involves rock and or roll. Ooh. No, uh, edgy, yeah. grungy, uh, emo-ish. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Music, which some people would consider music. Some. A lot of people, I think. Well, enough people to make these musicians. How do you feel? (laughs) I don't know. I'm just trying not to give away that it's My Chemical Romance. I was trying to be real (laughs) subtle about it. Kayla, tell us about this not rock and roll group. Um, Well, okay, get your eyeliners out, everyone. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I have been teleported back to 2012. Thank you. Imagine this. You're 13. You hear Welcome to the Black Parade for the first time. It hits. It hits in a way. And that's music. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so my Chemical Romance is back, uh, which is awesome for me, a recovering emo. <laughs> um, I, so they announced it on Halloween that they were going to do a reunion tour, or not tour, 
It's gonna be a tour. It's not announced yet, but like it's gonna be a tour. We already know it because they already announced like three more shows. So, wait, how are they announcing shows? I thought they went out of business or something. Didn't they put right, up right, a? Right. Didn't they do a going out of business sale? They broke up in 2013, I believe. Uh, literally a few months before I discovered them, which is tragic for me. But now it's okay. And their last album was called Danger Days, and it, it was. Uh, supposed to take place in California in 2019 and when they broke up everyone was like they're gonna get back together in 2019 and this was like a crackpot theory it was one of those things where people like yeah okay sure they're gonna get back together we yeah all right keep dreaming your big dreams unless it's a fallout boy or something (laughs) (laughs) and um lo and behold they announced uh last month that they will be doing a concert in LA in 2019 just California um which is super dope um I love it when uh fan theories turn out to be real that is pretty exciting well I got a question for you because you're pretty yeah. much on my chemical romance expert uh do you think that they'd planned originally for this to happen or do you think over the last yes. five years they're like you know what that fan theory is pretty cool we should get back together that, um, that works out well for us yeah let's make it happen I think maybe a combination of the two. I know there's also uh, there's also a quote somewhere from Gerard Way, the lead singer. This is the second time I've talked about My Chemical Romance on the show. Anyway, what? That's really funny. Yeah. I just saw you have like a flashback. Like in your I eyes, I saw the like that's so Raven thing. <laughs> I said Gerard Way and I was like, I've talked about this before. Um, that's so, so Raven. That's so Raven. Um, so they, Gerard Way had said something like, oh, I want My Chemical Romance to be like this other band, and I cannot think of the other band's name. I'm so sorry. But that brand... Cheetah Girls. The Jonas Brothers. No and no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I said it was I'm tra- trying to run through all my 2012 references. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they basically this band that Gerard Way was talking about had been broken up for six years, um, which is as long as technically My Chemical Romance has been broken up for now. Um, and... It was part of the theory that they were going to get back in 2019. Um, and it, it's real. And they're here. And I'm emo again. That's so funny. <laughs> um, do you think it's because they saw, like, do you think it's because they saw how popular, like, the Jonas Brothers became? Like, because, like, they, they also had that nice couple of years span before they yeah. were like, you know what? We are brothers. <laughs> and then get back together. Because, yeah. like, they're doing fantastic. Yeah, are you talking about Jonas Brothers? Or, yeah. yeah, they are. <laughs> um, I think, I don't know. I mean, so on their like Twitter, they are uh, Gerard Way at slash My Chemical Romance is like saying they're blown away by the reaction to them getting back together. I, I have why. a yeah, like, yeah. Shut up. I'm <laughs> like you're one of those like legendary bands. I feel like when of, people say emo, they say My Chemical Romance. Exactly. And there's no getting around it. When so are you now saying that he shouldn't get all emotional about all the people getting excited about them? How dare back? he have emotions and feelings? How dare he? I ju- I'm you know, just he pulled out surprised. that extra eyeliner and just like <laughs> right down the middle of his face. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I just, it. I can't see why they'd be surprised because they are, maybe I'm biased, but literally the most iconic band to ever exist and um, ever. Uh, Beatles who, I don't know them. <laughs> <laughs> who? Who? The who? The who? The what? The what? Huh? 
I'm sorry. Um, My Chemical Romance invented music, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought it was really cool that uh, I just love when theories like that turn out to be real. And I just think it's funny that um, I remember just being 14, 15 and reading these theories and mm-hmm. I'm like, that would be so cool. And but like in the back of my hi- mind being like, it'll never happen, though. Yeah. And then it did happen. Dreams do come true, kids. Young Kayla was at home thinking, there's no way I'll ever be on a podcast one day talking about the return <laughs> of my chemical romance. I don't think podcasts existed back then. Oh, sure they did. 24? Uh, yeah, I was probably listening to the Grace Helbig podcast or That's something back the day. you've ever said to me <laughs> in your entire life. <laughs> the Tyler Oakley podcast. Stop. Shade in friends. I'm falling. <laughs> All right. Next week, we're going to have a lesson on podcast history. When did they start? Who should you have been listening to in 2014? But for now, uh, Parker, you were going to talk to us about some video games. Video. Video games. Dumb games, you know. Uh, yeah, there's a video game that came out two weeks ago. November 8th, I think. Yeah, November 8th. That was a while back. <laughs> um, and it is called Death Stranding, and it is made by one of the most iconic video game designers, uh, Hideo Kojimi. Kojima. Sorry, my bad. Um, and it is probably, um, I, (laughs) the thing that really caught me about these, um, this game is the videos that were created. Um, Hideo Kojima is one of those people who kind of works by himself. Like he used to work for a pretty big company, but, um, had a falling out and then started working for himself, um, and making his own video games basically all by himself. Like he doesn't really hire people or talk to others like he does the designing of everything even the like trailers and stuff he literally like he edits all of the trailers himself and um he like commissions specific music for his videos like for his like vision that he sees and stuff and the when when you watch the videos like the because he released them in a specific order so like the first one that he released, the little teaser trailer, like, two years before it ever came out, was, like, this really short, really weird video that you didn't understand at all. And it kind of just got weirder and more convoluted as it went on until, like, I suppose until the video game actually came out. Um, it's kind of super weird and super cool. Um, one of the, like, main things is that um, the main character has to wear this thing on his chest that has like a weird baby thing inside of it that tells you where like the evil guys are and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's really weird. It's like floating around in water and stuff. It it doesn't necessarily make sense. Um, And I've read a couple of reviews on it. um, And nobody's saying it's bad. They're saying that the actual gameplay and like the mechanics are absolutely phenomenal. And like the scenery is gorgeous. some people are saying that like the game uh, like itself is a little long. Like uh, it's probably like a 40 hour game that could have been a 20 hour game. And um, there are definitely like some really uh, what people would call cheesy lines, you know? Mm-hmm. Like usually um, it's while cheesy, still meaningful, you know? But um, people are saying that this is just a little uh, too cheesy. Um, but they they aren't it's still like a phenomenal game and it has some like really like famous people in it like uh that one uh what's it called director whose name is 
Gatoro. What's his name? Oh, oh, the Shape of Water guy. Yes, him. Del. Yes. Taco. <laughs> That's his name. Mm-hmm. Um, Del Toro? Del yes. Toro sounds right. What's, yep. Oh, ooh, ooh. Uh, Gomero Del Toro is one of them um, who plays a character um, who's dead. I think That's I don't really know. Cool. Um, it's kind of a really complicated game, something that uh, I am too poor to buy, but in the future I'm saving up for because it looks really cool and really exciting. As a grad, you'll have a lot of extra money laying around and time. I don't think I'll have neither time nor money. <laughs> well, that's good planning. So I think that uh, my favorite part about what you're talking about, when you get an individual that tells the story by themselves and they're not having to go through a committee to push their story through, you get two things. You get people that aren't reined in in places where they should be. Um, their game runs long. Uh, there's some things in there that are cheesy and appeal to them but not to a wider audience. But you also get art. You get legitimate art. Michelangelo himself came in and digitally created art for people to purchase and play, which is astounding. So I I love the thought of this game being more than just uh, a triple-A game and more than just $60 and a way to, to sit back on your couch and hear a good story. This is something you get to share in art that an individual is responsible for. I adore that. Yeah, especially like Hideo Kojima. He worked on like the Med- Metal Gear Solid games and stuff. Oh, yeah. And um, the fifth one, which was something that people were genuinely really excited about, he was working on it. Um, and he, I don't think, finished by the time the deadline came around. Like he didn't have everything done. Um, but like the company that he was working for at the time was like, you're going to have to finish it currently and we're going to sell it. Right. Um, but it wasn't like he had to rush that. He had to like go through this process of um, like making this video game without putting like his heart and soul into it. He was right. like, I have to get this out. So sorry, fandom and uh, people, here's my garbage because the company was like, well, here you go. Um, and so like with that and like with him being like, I, like, I need to like make something that I'm like proud of something that's like mine and not something that like, I want something that the fans can be proud of and like him not being a part of companies and him like doing his own thing, uh, I think really opened that up for him. He was really able to make like games that he is proud of and that people do see and like just amazing things, you know, that's really cool. And crucial, a crucial part of that process is being able to, to follow your vision. I'm glad that he got away from, I'm, I mean, he did a job. He got hired to do something and he had to do it. Sometimes when you get hired, you don't get to be the artist you want to be. I know a lot of our students go and work for uh, media boutique uh, ad agencies, and they've got this vision of uh, motion graphics and, and black and white photography and all these things they want to add, but their client and the boss have different vision then you don't get to be the artist you want to be uh that's why a lot of people go out and strike it out on their own so they can be that artist i'm glad that i'm glad that he got to do that um i think that's going to wrap us up for november 20th six days before parker graduates and six months before kayla graduates um that's a we're going to call that a wrap for the day. I hope everybody enjoyed uh, spending some time with us. I know that we enjoyed talking about our media-related topics. And uh, next time we get together, it will be the day after Parker graduates and the day before Thanksgiving. Wow, what's happening to November? 
it's here. We're in it. We're in it. All right. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.